0: Welcome everybody. This interview is with Peter Templer out of Mackay MMA. Now he recently competed in the co event of Eternal MMA 75 in the Gold Coast against Lachlan Deadshot Stitt. You might remember Lachlan uh, in some of our previous interviews. He was one of the most hard, the hardest guy to match in Australian MMA as dubbed by uh, Eternal promoter Cam O'Neill. Uh, and Peter Templer stepped up and took the fight. Not only did he take the fight, he won the fight in round one with a rear naked choke. Now, we talked to Peter Templar all about that performance, what's next, and uh, why he got into MMA, all that sort of stuff. So, so stick around, keep listening. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter Templar. Fresh off a of victory in the co-main event, Eternal MMA 75 over Deadshot Lachlan Stitt, who one of the most hyped men in all of mixed martial arts in Australia. Peter Templer, mate, you shocked a lot of people.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. It was good that he had a bit of hype behind him. Had a lot of eyes on the fight, I think. And yeah, it just sort of worked out better in my favor in the end that everyone was watching.
0: Now, obviously, you weren't shocked at all. But uh, how does it... Can you put into words what it feels like going up against someone who they basically turned H- Lachlan Stitt into the into the boogeyman? Cam O'Neill said he was like the one of the hardest, probably the hardest fighter to match in the in the history of his promoting. How did it? First of all, talk about how that fight came about, and then what it felt like to be in there with him.
1: Um, it wasn't wasn't that much of a surprise when I uh, came offered it to us again this year. There were a couple times last year I think I agreed to it the first time, and then. He couldn't make that one and they offered it like a month later, but that was, I was in Adelaide that week, I think. So we couldn't do that week and it just didn't quite line up. But yeah, so when it came around again, I think after he couldn't get a match up on that, uh, the previous Eternal in the Goldie. And yeah, we already had a good eight weeks. So plenty of time.
0: Did you buy the whole hardest guy to match in MMA?
1: Uh, Maybe because he is signed to Eternal. Maybe it's... uh... Like more so Queensland fighters and like the fighters around Perth and whatnot.
0: Yeah. I maybe
1: that makes it a bit more difficult. But yeah, yeah, obviously, you think two and oh yeah. there's yeah, there's some good guys <laughs> out there.
0: Yeah. And it was just like like obviously like super talented guy. But yeah, I, I did ask him about that, about like the actual signing signing exclusively to Eternal, although you know, the, one of the, the, the best promotions in Australia. It does make it tricky at times when guys are bouncing around to other promotions. Um, have you been asked to sign exclusively at all?
1: No. Uh, no. Nah. Nah. Would, would you? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd have to have a look, see what they offer. But, oh yeah, I love Eternal. Eternal's probably, yeah, the most consistent, well-run show with great matchups. But I haven't had any issue with other cards either and they've always been good to me. So, so yeah, I'd have to have a good think about that
0: one. Well, uh, I know they do look after the guys that they do sign exclusively. And now that you took out one of those those guys, where do you think it puts you in not just Australian MMA, but uh, I guess the eternal rankings?
1: Within eternal, it's got to be looking around that top 10 somewhere, I would suppose. I honestly haven't had a great look at the guys sort of outside of them, uh, championship contenders. But you'd think somewhere around that top 10.
0: Is there anyone out there that you really want to get in get in the ring with?
1: <laughs> not really, hey. I'm not that. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I was just focused on that fight. I'm not the kind of guy to go looking, picking out my next uh, next couple of fights after this one. Having that already, I was just focused on that one. That one only finished a couple of days ago. I'll chill this week and then maybe start having a look.
0: Come on, mate. You know it's my job. I want you to call everyone. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I, know. I know. That's all good. Coming off like a huge amateur career, you were 4 and in amateurs. Uh, obviously, uh, a, a really uh, well-renowned black belt, uh, uh, McCly, and am mate. And going 0-2 in your first professional first two professional fights where did that put you in in your mindset did it slow down the, the career like, talk us through that a uh,
1: little bit we had a little bit of time after martinez i was still pretty young i think i was maybe 20 at the time and i was still growing and i just i missed lightweight for that fight that was probably a bit too much for me getting down to lightweight so uh yeah i was still growing sort of still filling out and uh, obviously martinez very accomplished fighter now after that that was his first pro win went to the uh eternal belt pretty quickly and then the loss to jamie spawn i had my moments in that fight i yeah he got on a rear naked again didn't quite finish it but yeah lost to two very good guys but i knew uh you know i had the ability to turn it around
0: Because you've been out there since you were a a teenager, is this definitely something you want to you want to do full time and uh, make a career?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just had my when I had my very first fight. I waited till I was eighteen and fought a couple of months after that. So yeah, I was fairly active as an amateur, and now obviously pro.
0: (laughs) And speaking of being active, is uh, do you want to get a certain number of fights in this year?
1: Yeah, I would like we had a lot of trouble getting even just a match up last year. I was trying to get a couple in last year and nothing ended up working out. There were a couple of offers we got, but one uh there was one week I was in Adelaide that I couldn't do and then the other offer was like the week after PanPac so I don't have been doing jiu-jitsu. But yeah, this year I've got a tie fight lined up pretty much the week before that next Eternal card that Cam pretty much asked if I was ready for that, mm-hmm. but I got a tie fight, so work on the striking a bit. And then, yeah, look to come back after that.
0: I mean, you got the victory the way we all thought you could. Uh, first round, uh Rene could choke. But striking-wise, how did you feel in there, especially with a guy like Lachlan?
1: Yeah, oh, I didn't get this. I would have liked to strike a bit more. I should have... Yeah, there were things I definitely could have done better. We knew he was going to come out hard. That's generally what he does. And, yeah, he definitely... He was drawn 110% in every one of those punches. And even the shorter range ones were hitting pretty hard, so I knew I had to weather that storm a bit, and then, but yeah, look to either strike back or look for that takedown.
0: And you guys talked, there was a lot of talk about you training previously together. How in depth was that? Did you actually get rounds in with each other, or uh,
1: sort of? He
0: did train. He trained with us for like probably a year or two, but it was
1: back when we were both pretty young, before I even fought. I would have been maybe 16, 17, and Lachlan was probably like 15 at the time, 14, 15. And then he's popped in. He comes up occasionally, I think, to maybe see his family and that that live up here and he'll come get some rounds in. He popped into the gym at the start of this year, but I wasn't there. I was in New Zealand for that one. So we've sort of, yeah, we'll hang out after a full. We've hung out after fight shows before. And yeah, we're friendly, but we, it's not like we were doing full flight camps together or anything
0: and you've had uh, losses in the professional ranks before this is his first professional loss if you had any advice for for Lachlan what would it be
1: yeah he's so talented and like still very young he's he's got all the time in the world I'm sure he's only going to improve
0: and uh where's your love mate MMA or jiu-jitsu
1: me Uh, I've always been MMA I was I was somewhat decent at jiu-jitsu, but I've always been an MMA guy. So and, yeah, I like to compete still in jujitsu, but yeah, MMA for sure.
0: And uh, what does it feel like putting like Makai MMA on your back and, and taking it to the heights of, of, of Australia?
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool just being like out of a smaller town when you see like obviously Lockie moved to Sydney. He's training with Caleb Wright. That was the champion. He's training with like Rob Whitaker and these big guys. And yeah, right out of Mackay with a couple of amateurs, doing some hard rounds. But I've got a lot of people here that help me that have experience, even if they're not quite at that level, but that will give me heaps of their time and really help me out to get there.
0: I was going to say, what is your, your plan in long run? Because I mean, you've got guys like Jesse Medina who have trained their whole career out of Mildura, even Jamie Malarkey out of the Central Coast, like didn't move to like a bigger place like Sydney or anything like that. Do you plan on staying in Mackay your, your whole career?
1: Ah, uh, it's a bit up in the air at the moment. I was sort of looking to move to Brizzy maybe at the start of last year, but now uh, with some new jobs and whatnot, I'll probably be here for a little bit longer. So we'll sort of see where it goes. Nothing nothing too set in stone at the moment.
0: Is there any gyms that you guys are connected to in Brisbane?
1: Uh, not any gyms so much. I've got We had a guy up here, Dan Mulder, who's my main uh, striking coach. He's on the Gold Coast. So before this camp, I went down with him for like a week and I'll go down pretty often. I'll train with him and he knows the guys that are strike force, so just the Muay Thai gym, and a few other really good guys down the Gold Coast. So I'll go get some rounds in with them to mix it up a little bit.
0: Awesome, mate. Um, And uh, in terms of mixed martial arts, I know you got a Thai fight coming up, but in terms of MMA, when can yeah. we see you back in the cage?
1: Oh, that was July. So probably maybe uh, see what's happening around... August, September, October, whatever pops up. After that mid year.
0: And you don't mind who you fight? Got no one?
1: No, I'm not too picky. We generally don't say no to those harder fights. I've fought some decent dudes. So, yeah, not too picky. We'll see what Cam offers or any of the other promotions.
0: I mean, you fought David Martinez in what, like your first fight? So that's. uh... Yeah, that was. Yeah, (laughs) both our first pros. A former Eternal Lightweight Champion. I guess that's. Yeah. That throws that in there, and then you took on uh, the hardest man to match in Australian MMA, words by the eternal uh, uh, CEO. So that's that's intriguing in itself, mate. So we're very excited to see you in your next bout. Uh, if anyone wants to find you, uh, where can they find you on Instagram?
1: Uh, Peter underscore ninety eight.
0: Beautiful. Um, and, nice. mate, finally, before I let you go, uh, it's kind of a question I ask everyone. After it's all said and done, how does Peter Temple want to be remembered in, in mixed martial arts?
1: Uh well obviously hopefully people remember my jiu-jitsu but hopefully I had a couple of uh nice highlight knockouts under that one as well and get a bit of a mixed bag in there.
0: Awesome mate thank you so much and uh, it was a pleasure to watch you fight and I, and I can't wait to see you get back in there you're, you're a great fighter and even better bloke. <laughs>
1: awesome thank you.
0: Thanks brother.